Nazir Perik Vav Mishnah Ches 6.8 and the Mishnah continues to discuss the Tiglachas at Tahara, the concluding procedure once the Nazir is uh, completed with his requisite time period. So the first part of our Mishnah discusses what's called Kriyas Shame, the proper designation, the requisite designation of Karbanos prior to being brought. So the general rule is if a person is going to bring an offering, if it's a chathas, he has to say, Harezu chathas, and formally designate it, calling it by its name, saying this animal is now consecrated as a chathas, etc. So really, ideally that should happen for the Nazir as well. He's bringing three different offerings. You'll recall he brings the chathas, that's a kivsa, a female sheep in its first year, an ola, that's a keves, it's a male sheep in its first year, and then he brings the shlamim, that's an isle, a ram, so it's at least one year, one month, and one day old, meaning a, a male sheep in its 14th month or older. So really, ideally, he should say, Harezu Ola, Harezu Shlamim, Harezu Chatas. But what if he doesn't? So, Rabbi Shem Gamil Omer, Hevi Shalush Behemos Feloferish. If he brings three animals and he doesn't specify which one is the Chatas, which one is the Ola, which is the Shlamim, he simply says, these are my Karbanos for my Naziros. In Hebrew, he'd say, Hare Elu Linazirosai. These are for my Nazirus. So then, uh, that's going to be okay, says Rishim Magamliel, because since each of the animals only could be one possibility, the first year male has to be Ola, the first year female has to be a Chatos, the second year Ram has to be a Shlamim. So therefore we know what's what, and therefore it's sufficient. So says the Mishnah, Haruya lechatas tikrav chatas, the only one that could be the chatas, that's brought as a chatas. La ola tikrav ola, the only one that could be an ola, a burnt offering is brought as a burnt offering, the ola. Le shlamim, and the only one which could be the shlamim, tikrav shlamim, is brought as a shlamim, period. Fine. Okay, new paragraph, new topic regarding the diglachas atahara, the final procedure of the nazir. So, now, the Puzzle specifies that the Nazir is supposed to take the hair that he shears off his head and put it under the dud, the cauldron, in which the shlamim is being boiled. The Puzzle, because the Nazir has the shlamim, and part of the procedure is the Nazir's shlamim gets boiled in a pot. Now the Puzzle says, Vegilach ha-Nazir Pesach Oel Moed, es Rosh Nizro. The Nazir should shave his hair um, of his Naziris at the Pesach Ol Moed, at the entrance to the meeting tent, meaning the, the Mishkan. Now, um, Pesach continues, V'lakach es'ar rosh nizro, he takes that hair, V'nasan al ha'eish asher tachas zevach ha'shlamim, and he puts it in the fire that's beneath the shlamim offering. So that's the source of the Pesach. Now, the Pesach says it has to be done at Pesach Ol Moed, the entrance to the Ohel Moed. Chazal understand that can't be taken literally. The reason why is because it's sort of inconceivable that we'll be doing haircuts in the base of Mikdash proper, uh, and therefore something else will learn from it. We actually saw before that one possibility is it's telling you that it has to be specifically the haircut should be done after the Shlamim, which is referred to also by Pesach Ohel Moed. Uh, a second drasha that could be learned out from there is that it has to be done um, while the base of Mikdash is open, while the Ol Moed is patuach and open, meaning during the daytime. 
um, the Ramam actually effectively learns both those drushas from this Pasuk. And therefore, that's the Din. Those are the Dinim. It should be haircut, should be after the Shlamim, it should be during daytime, um, but not specifically where it has to be done. Um, and therefore, really, the truth is the haircut could happen anywhere. Um, the common practice was to do the haircut in um, one of the four Lishkaos, the chambers that existed in the Ezrus Nashim, the one section, the, the lesser, I'll call it lesser sanctified section, um, there in the eastern part of the base of Mikdash, and the southeast Lishka was used for the haircutting of the Nazirim, etc. So that's where it was done in practice. Um, now, um, and just finishing out my speaking outside first, the Gemara understands that, also learned from Sukkim there, that some of the rotev, the juice, like the gravy that's in the pot, um, is taken out of the pot in which this this shlamim is this ram is boiling. It's put on the hair that was cut off of the nazir prior to that hair going under the cauldron. Okay, that's the procedure. So here the mission says inside. Hayenotel saarosh nizro. The next step was he would take the hair that he took from his nazir's head, his nazirite head, umishalech tachas adud, and then he puts that with that rotev, that gravy under. The cauldron, which is cooking the shlamim. Now, says the Mishnah, im gilach b'medina. If the hair cutting that he did occurred in the Medina, Medina, according to the Bartanura and most, refers to anywhere other than the base of Mikdash. Although the Rambam famously learns that Medina refers to Yerushalayim, the whole walled area. Okay, that's a big nafkaminas. In any case, we'll go with the Bartanura for a moment here, meaning if he I guess you can tick two boxes. He, if he did his haircut elsewhere, in Tel Aviv. So the question is, now, is he allowed to put that tachas adud? The answer is yes. Ha'emishalech tachas adud, says the Mishnah, yes, he can. Now, the reason why is because, like I said before, even though it said at the Pesach Ol Moed, we understand that's not referring literally to that. Now, that is the version of our Mishnah. It's the version of Yushalmi. It's the version that the Rambam had. Um, and that's the Rambam Paskins, that... The haircut can happen anywhere, and the hair can still go under the pot. Now, the version of the Mishnah that the Bartanura has had, and the version of the Mishnah that we actually have in the Bavli, in our version of the Gemara, um, is that actually, lo, he may not put it under the pot if he cut his hair in the Medina. The haircutting has to happen by the temple complex, and if not, then it's ineligible. Now, I just... God finished explaining to you how Pesach or Almod is not understood literally. That's fine. But there's a second, like I'll call it drasha, that's made there, which is that um, it has to be done in a place that, that um, like in a situation in which nothing is left besides the, the Lakicha and the Nasina, just taking the hair and putting it under. So meaning it has to be done right as the time and place where they're doing the boiling of the Shlamim. So it has to be done right there. If it's not done there, then it can't be sent under. So the Rambam says it can be done anywhere, but the Bartanura says, no, it has to be done specifically in the temple complex, right by where they're doing the boiling of the Shlamim. And if not, then lo haya mishlech tach sadud, the Bartanura's version of the mission is, it may not otherwise be put under that cauldron. Now, what are we talking about? In what context? Says the Mishnah, tahara. we're just talking about the haircutting that happens at the conclusion of the Nazir's entire process, when he's now ready to become a Tahor and return to normal life. 
with respect to the haircutting he does in the middle of his naziras, should he become exposed to corpse tuma, where we learn that if that happens to him, he has to have a procedure, he has to become tahor, shave his hair and start again. So the hair that he shaves mid-naziras before he starts again, does that have to also go under the dud? Lohia mishalech tachas adud says the mission, no, it does not. Only the final haircutting and not that. And... and well, that is the din. We have a machlokus. Rabbi Meir, Omer, Hakol Meshalchen Tachas Adud. Rabbi Meir says, no, all hair goes under the dud, whether it's from Tiglachas Atuma or Tahara. All the Nazar's hair is collected and saved and put there. Chutz, with the only exception, Menatame Shib Medina Bilvad. Unless the hair, if you will, has two strikes against it, meaning A, it wasn't done for the Tiglachas Tahara, but rather the Tiglachas Atuma. And when it was done for Tiglachas Atuma, Mid 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 Naziris, it wasn't done in the Medina. It was done in some. It was it was done in the Medina. Excuse me. It was done somewhere um, in the Medina, outside of the Mikdash area. So if it has both strikes against it, then it does not end up under the dud. But if it has either of the two factors, meaning either the haircutting did happen in the temple complex, or it was done for Diglachas Tahara, wherever that happened, so then it would yes go under. The cauldron says Rameer, but the Lach again is like Rabbi Yehuda, and the way the Bartanur, excuse me, the way that the Ramam brings it, um, as long as it's done for the Tiglach Sadahara, as long as it's done um, anywhere, it doesn't make a difference. Yes, it goes under the the uh, the Dud as it's cooking the Shlam of the Nazir.